As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers answer anything that we can or refer you to someone who can so check out the website email us facebook us get in contact and uh, i just want to remind you to go on davidpaulmusic.com check out the calendar for a great night of entertainment and we may see you there one night so uh have a wonderful day and we will see you next week You're listening to KCAA, Loma Linda, California. The best station in the nation. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. By the numbers in the NFL, I'm Jeff Nathanson checking the scoreboard. It is the third quarter around the NFL on this Sunday. The New York Giants leading the Washington Redskins 21-16 to with 13-10 to go in the third. Eli Manning, 13-16 of 16 for 167 yards and a touchdown in that one. The Buffalo Bills have a 10-point lead over Arizona in the third quarter, 17-7. Two touchdowns and a fumble for Shady McCoy of the Bills in that game. The Raiders leading the Tennessee Titans 17-10. That's midway through the third quarter in that one. The Dolphins just scored, so they are now leading the Browns 17-13 with 5-17 to go in the third quarter. A moment ago, it was Ryan Tannehill to Jarvis Landry for the score. Aaron Rodgers, four touchdown passes for the Packers today. They're leading big at home over the Detroit Lions 31-17. The score right now with 440 to go in the third. Also, early in the third, the Broncos atop the Bengals 16-14. to Emmanuel Sanders, two touchdown receptions in that game for Denver. 6.53 to go in the third. The Vikings leading the Carolina Panthers 16-10. to A moment ago, Sam Bradford to Kyle Rudolph. Touchdown Minnesota. 6.53 to go in that one in the NFL. And we'll keep you posted on those third quarter games. Coming up tonight on NBC Sports, it's the Chicago Bears and the Dallas Cowboys. Chicago looking for their first win of the season. The Cowboys are 1-1. One and one. The Yankees and the Blue Jays are even 1-1. That's in the seventh inning of play. That means the Yankees' long scoreless streak is over. They had not scored 
since Wednesday until just now. 1-1 Yankees and the Jays in the 7th. Mets lead the Phillies 3-0 in the 5th. Royals 9-4 over the Tigers. That's in the 4th inning. Jeff Nathanson, NBC Sports Radio. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Rod Tanner. For this afternoon, we'll wrap up the weekend with sunny, hot conditions and a high of 100. There's a heat advisory and a red flag warning in effect through Monday afternoon. We'll have winds gusting over 20 miles an hour today. We do have a wind advisory also in effect. It'll be clear tonight with a low of 67 that winds to 20 miles an hour. Monday should be sunny, continued very warm with a high of 88. The other party cloudy and breezy Monday night with a low of 69 with winds to 20 miles an hour. Tuesday looks mostly sunny with a high of 86. We'll have a mostly sunny Wednesday with a high of 83. That's your weather for Forecast for this hour from KCAA 106.5 FM and 10:50 AM. The stations that leave no listener behind. Foodforliberty.com sells high-quality, storable foods from Numana. And right now, take advantage of our summer special. Purchase two family packs and we'll send you a Pro Pure Water Pitcher, a $70 value, free. This premium pitcher is ideal for use with just about any water source and removes more contaminants than other brands. And it comes with a filter that lasts up to two full years. Whether you need to be prepared in the event of an emergency or an outdoor sports enthusiast, Numana is known for high-quality, great-tasting, GMO-free, super-nutritious food with no chemical preservatives. And with a 25-year shelf life, you can't beat the feeling of being food secure when you need it most. Go to foodforliberty.com right now for great-tasting, high-quality, storable foods from Numana. Buy two family packs and get the Pro Pure Water Pitcher free. It makes good sense to be prepared. Get it at foodforliberty.com. Gotcha Racing Live, heard only on KCAA, is your command center for racing news, the hottest interviews, and DIY projects. Gotcha Racing Live, start your engine and race on over to KCAA 1050 AM, 106.5 FM every Saturday at our new time, 11 AM. Gotcha Racing Live, where we put you in the driver's seat. It's time for the KCAA Community Calendar, brought to you exclusively by Learn for Life, a growing network of public charter schools. The clear mission of Learn for Life is to motivate and mentor students who have dropped out of school and provide them with the personalized education and technical training necessary to advance their lives. Here's a look at the KCAA Community Calendar. I'm Carlos Gonzalez. Discover the cultural and natural heritage of inland Southern California and our Southwest, including anthropology, archaeology, history, geology, paleontology, and the natural sciences. You can examine Ice Age fossils, look at one of the largest bird egg collections in the world, and find out how early Americans crossed the plains. At the San Bernardino County Museum, you'll enjoy discovering the intricate basketry of local Indian groups, along with observing the native plant and cactus gardens. Check out books and gifts at the museum store, and watch for the all-new Hall of Geological Wonders. It all happens at the San Bernardino County Museum, located at 2024 Orange Tree Lane in Redlands. The museum is open from 9 till 5, Tuesdays through Sunday, closed on Monday. Visit www.sbcountymuseum.org about exhibits, programs, and activities. That's sbcountymuseum.org. Or call 909-307-2669. That's 909-307-2629. I'm Carlos Gonzalez, and that's a look at the KCAA Community Calendar on KCAA 1050 AM and 106.5 FM. The KCAA Community Calendar is presented exclusively by Learn for Life, a growing network of public charter schools where students can complete their education on a part-time basis. 
To find a resource center nearest you, call 1-877-360-LEARN or visit Learn for Life online at learn4life.org. Walters Automotive Group in Riverside is excited to announce that on Monday, September 26th, the Walters Children's Charity Classic will hold its 21st Golf Classic at Victoria Club. In the last 20 years, Walters Children's Charity Classics has raised over $3.6 million for the benefit of Loma Linda University Children's Hospital. This is one tournament you don't want to miss. You don't have to be a golfer to enjoy this event. Not only is it a great day of golf, but it's a great dinner as well with hundreds of items up for silent and live auction. For more information on this great event, call Kathy Keenly at 951-354-4203 or go to their website, walterscc.org, and sign up today to help the kids at Loma Linda University Children's Hospital. Sponsored in part by Hub International Insurance Services, Stronghold Engineering, and Park Gupti and Company. KCAA is your CNBC News affiliate. We're the station that gets down to business. Welcome to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Each week on this program, Jeff and his guests share their expertise, personal anecdotes, and the latest industry news to keep you in the loop. Now to provide you with insight and help you navigate the consistently changing world of real estate lending, here is your host for The Mortgage Voice, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. If you pick up the phone and give us a call right now, we can give you some great information about rising rates. The unbelievable time is happening. and We've been calling for rates being hiked for a year, at least, maybe two. But we have um, evidence currently that we will see rate hikes not only at the next uh, federal Open Market Committee meeting and the following Federal Open Com- uh, Market Committee meeting by the Fed. Janet Yellen and her cohorts have been calling for it uh, for a while. Uh, there have been people who have been denying that's going to happen, and of course, those who are thinking that somehow the world economy isn't up for it or the U.S. economy isn't up for it. But those things are happening. So if you're out there right now and you're thinking about buying a house, maybe you want to refi a house, maybe you need some extra money to take out of your house, now is a great time to call us because the rates are terrific still, even though they bumped up a little bit this week. Uh, um, also, if you want to see us, you can go to YouTube. Uh, we have a number of videos there to talk about credit, talk about purchasing in a bad market, talk about uh, foreclosures. We're going to talk later in the show to Gail Whiting out in uh, Nevada. Uh, she was tell- talking to me off the air about foreclosures rising in Nevada, as they are in a number of different places around the country, even though we have been told that the market here in Los Angeles, certainly the Los Angeles, Riverside, San Bernardino areas, Ventura County, Orange County, um, we always... Uh, tend to be very optimistic about both the prices and about the uh, availability of inventory. One is low, one is high, i.e. the inventory is low and the prices are rising. But in other parts of the country, it's not like that. And I don't know if that portends or foretells the future for here in Los Angeles, but with rising interest rates and also rising foreclosure rates in some of the still hard-hit areas like Las Vegas, Nevada, or down in uh, Florida and certainly some other markets that we service, um, it's certainly something to take a look at. We've had a, a terrible couple weeks in the world in terms of, uh, of both uh, economic issues as well as um, terrorist issues here locally uh, back east in 
uh, the New York and New Jersey area, and certainly in Minnesota. So all of these things weigh on the market and weigh on our ability to be able to provide the best and most up-to-date and steady information. reason is is that it's volatile, and things that um, uh, happen uh, in the world economy, as I said, uh, do affect interest rates. So if you need information on those particular things, give us a call. Again, I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. And um, a couple things I wanted to get to right away. Uh, also, if you wanted to see us on Facebook, go to Home Loans colon Malibu Funding, and our Facebook page pops right up. And we're on Twitter, and we've got a blog and a number of other ways you can get to us in the social media. Uh, if you want to email us in the old way, uh, info at MalibuFunding.net is a way to get a hold of us. Okay, so uh, we have had a uh, number of different things happen with the CFPB this year, and the CFPB is the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau. And these are the people, uh, Richard Caudry is the um, uh, commissioner, commissioner or the czar? What do, what do they call him, Daryl? Do you know? I think uh, commissioners are. Uh, co- commissioners are. <laughs> yeah, he says he's the CC, so every time you CC somebody, he gets the email. So um, the commissioner, uh, who is Richard Caudry, heading the CFPB, he has... Um, laid out a number of ways that uh, consumers are protected. Uh, they're protected from uh, Wall Street. They're protected from uh, bad loan people. They're protected from payday loan people. They're protected from anything financial, from uh, the rising interest rates on your credit cards to you know, just the usury interest rates on a hard money deal. Uh, all of these are affected and regulated by the CFPB. Uh, the Republican-led Congress wants to change that a bit, and it's very odd the way that they're trying to position themselves as uh, the, um, I guess, the protectors of the free and open market, while at the same time allowing things that um, festered and caused the crash of 2008 uh, to happen all over again. Now, what do I mean specifically? Uh, we, we talked about it last week, the Wells Fargo debacle, where they were opening millions of accounts uh, without the customers knowing about it. And then the customers would get a statement in the mail, uh, and they wouldn't know what it was, and then they'd get a bill for the services rendered on an account they didn't even know they had. So in the defense of Wells Fargo and decrying the overregulation, uh, Paul Ryan, who is the Speaker of the House, came out and was very critical of the oversight that the CFPB has. And it's ironic in a situation whereby you're looking at a situation in 2008 and 2009 with very low regulation in terms of federally uh, over the mortgage industry in each and every state, um, trying to protect the consumer now being used, of course, against uh, those same consumers saying we're overregulated. And, uh, well, I think that the Wells Fargo debacle and the pressure on anybody in the banking industry to come up with new ways to drive revenue, i.e., customers equal revenue. Um, both of these things are at odds with each other. Uh, I'm, a, I'm not a big fan of the CFPB either. However, in this particular case, I'm really happy that they jumped in, regulated the market, and fined Wells Fargo, saying, hey, not only is this a bad idea, uh, but it's illegal and fraudulent. Uh, the only thing I wish they would do is... Uh, place the liability at the uh, chairman of one of these companies and haul them before Congress and make them testify. I I wish they would do that. They don't do that. I don't know why they don't do that. But uh, in the the case of if if someone like myself had done something as fraudulent, like tried to open up an account in my name but not my name, i.e., use a different Social Security number or a different IE number or something that was fraudulent, I would not only be hauled before, you know, the federal magistrate, but I'll also probably be arrested 
uh, and um, thrown in jail uh, for anything that you would do like that. It's, it's called mortgage fraud. It's called banking fraud. Uh, but yet in the case of Wells Fargo, they just take the money that you've paid them in fees and they pay a fine. So I'm not really happy with that particular outcome. But as far as Paul Ryan and the, Republic, the Republican-led Congress is concerned, uh, they think that the regulation is too much. And I guess Wall Street and, and uh, Wells Fargo has a friend in Paul Ryan. What do you think? Well, I thought that it used to be uh, regulations that capped, first of all, capped interest rates, right? But now you have these payday loans and short-term loans that have like a 3,000% interest rate. Well, that's true. And in the payday loan business, I have a number of people that I know in that business. It's a short-term loan, and that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a two-week loan. However, uh, the annual interest rate is huge. It's 600%. Yeah, it's, it's, it's massive. And the the other thing with uh, Wells Fargo, like you said, if you or I were to conduct uh, business in that manner, you know, we would they would come down hard on us. And like with the tobacco industry or right. the banking industry, what they actually find these guys is is barely a slap on the hand because they can just write a check and move on. It, it's not a crippling amount of money, you know. It's it's millions of dollars, but to them, it's like eh. Well, it's public money. First of all, in a publicly owned company like Wells Fargo, where the stock is, you know, uh, really king and and, and drives their uh, revenue, a lot of it, um, they just basically borrow against what money that they have in either their stock price or whatever money that they have in in their their bank account. And really, they, they don't get held accountable. So the person who is actually doing this particular type of uh, oversight for the bank, they're not held accountable. The chairman is not held accountable. The board of directors is not held accountable. Although I did read an article that said that they may ask for the chairman's resignation as a result of this. Now, as well they should. Yeah, as well they should. I mean, if my company, one of my loan officers, was to do something fraudulently, I'm held responsible. I've been um, called the carpet. Uh, by the Bureau of Real Estate here in Los Angeles when one of my guys did something I knew nothing about, but I was the one responsible because it's my name on the company. That's right. You should have a uh, system of checks and double checks to make sure like that just don't happen. Well, I'll tell you, honestly, even in a small company, it is incredibly difficult. I had a guy, I have to do an anti-money laundering course, okay? And and the reason I have to do that is because it's required in some states that you do that. Well, one state in particular which is North Carolina, wants you to do it every year, come up with a program, come up with checks and balances, and to be able to uh, then implement the system and have a yearly audit. Well, that would cost me $2,000 a year plus 8 to 10 hours of continuing education. For the size of your company, it's not realistic. Well, the whole thing is not realistic. I mean, I'm up to 130 hours of continuing education just to maintain the licenses on a yearly basis. It's ridiculous. How's a small business supposed to do it? They've inundated small business, making it impossible, and therefore um, lessening the competition because, well, basically I do it, but not everybody's in 8 to 10 states like we are. Right? Okay, very good. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. 
Welcome back, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. Info at MalibuFunding.net is our email address. And www.MalibuFunding.net is the web address. You can go there and visit with any number, 40 at least, different loan officers, pictures, and a little bit of biography, email address, so you can contact them directly. Uh, we do have a mini application on the website as well, and a number of other things that may help you decide whether you want to use Malibu funding or whether you just want some information. Certainly, we're here on the radio station today, and I want to thank everybody at KCAA for bringing us to you out in the Inland Empire. Hello, everybody. Uh, the information that we try to provide is information about loans, about mortgages, about what you need to do to get one or maybe not get one if that's the best possible option for you and wait. Uh, and uh, laughing on the other end is uh, Jennifer Conrad, a terrific uh, loan officer um, in Illinois as well as a processor for us here at Malibu Funding. Jennifer, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm just terrific. Thank you very much. I uh, asked Jennifer to come on the show today. We're trying to get a bit of a national flavor to the show, and uh, because of her advanced and obviously extensive experience at processing loans, plus originating loans in uh, Illinois and some other states, thought I'd ask her a couple of questions. Jennifer, in states other than California, if, let's say somebody here has a house in a different state, Let's say they have a house in Chicago or an apartment in Chicago. How easy is it for someone in California, if they own a property in a different state, to get a loan done if they're here and not there? Um, I don't think it's that difficult as long as they're dealing with someone who is familiar with the laws for that state. Um, as far as, like, <clears throat> doing anything in Illinois, as long as we understand what county they're in um, and what we're dealing with as far as, like, um, different anti-predatory um, information that we have to have it shouldn't be that difficult at all and then as long as we know whether or not they're looking to do a primary residence and they're relocating for a job or if they're looking to do an investment property and willing to put down 25 percent yeah okay very good um in the differences between what we do here in california and what we do in other states the main aspect here is to be a hundred percent honest and truthful with us or whoever you're dealing with because a lot of people like to hide stuff or like to not disclose everything, especially if they're in a different state than they're trying to do the loan. Do you find any of this is slows down the process, Jennifer? <laughs> it does actually slow yep. down the process, but it's generally going to come out in the wash. Uh, sometimes, right. you know, people don't want to let you know maybe that they have a business income. They'll provide you with just a 1040, um, and they have no clue. A lot of times they have an accountant preparing it, so... You know, they don't want to tell you that, yes, I have K-1s, I have another company. You know, they want you to just go off of what they have off of the W-2. And so those things, like I said, come out a little bit later, and then they have to be addressed. And what a lot of people don't realize is that if you're not upfront with everything in the beginning, sometimes it can make it so challenging that on a program that we were originally going to start you off with, we can't do it. Like it might be, you know, a situation where we now have a debt-to-income ratio issue, and so being able to put you in a conventional loan is not possible because we've got a standard 45 debt to income ratio and you know we might have an option to switch to an fha you know but that would allow us to go up to a 55 depending on which lender but it delays the process when we could have just addressed that from the very beginning and how do you deal with the real estate agent who is the 
listing agent, the person who represents the seller, when you have to come back to them or the selling agent, which is the real estate agent that represents the buyer, buyer. has to Mm -hmm. go and ask for an extension because the buyer wasn't forthright with the information that we needed as a loan company. I mean, there is nobody that wants to be sitting around dealing with that, I I can assure you. How, How do you particularly deal with it since you're only dealing on the loan side do you only talk to one i try to be honest with everyone um i have been you know told by people in the past you know well maybe you shouldn't have disclosed all of this to both parties but i just have to know that when i go to sleep at night that i've been honest with people and so you know i'm not a person that tells lies because i would never keep up with the lies so no i want to just let everybody know this is what's going on and if people get upset it's okay to deal with that, you know, in the end when everything settles, but it's better for everyone to know. And, you know, if it's a matter of the client didn't provide me what I needed, I won't come out and say the client did something wrong, but I would say, you know, um, some things have changed from what we were originally uh, disclosed in the beginning. And so we have to make changes, you know, because of that particular situation. And so I need additional time to get this done. I usually will provide an updated commitment showing what's outstanding so that they at least know that we are working with the lender to clear everything that is remaining. And I try to always keep people abreast. So I'm always sending out emails and updates and saying this is what's going on and this is where we are and trying to give a realistic projection for when we can close. Yeah, I think the idea that we're all in this together, trying to work together, uh, is great, except when you get an agent uh, who wants to call you daily for hourly updates on the file because there's pressure on their end. Maybe they're doing a buy-sell situation. Maybe they, they are rent is due next month and they have to close before a certain date. Uh, there's always the one element in every deal, and you can attest to this, that makes you absolutely cuckoo in the deal. How are you handle those people? Voicemail. <laughs> exactly. A lot of texting. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I don't have a problem with letting people go to voicemail and then when I feel it's necessary for me to go ahead and address it, you know, I will and I keep it very simple and to the point. This is where we are. And, you know, if I have to repeat the exact same statement, then it's letting them know this is all the information that I have for you at this time. Right. Once I've stated what I've had to state, you know, and there isn't anything else to say, then I'm quiet, which usually lets them know this is the end of this conversation. Right. There isn't anything else to say. Well, I think that's right, and I think listening to your voice on the radio now dealing with these questions and understanding that you be calm, you talk to people in a respectful way, you're professional with how you give the information, but once you're done with the information, there's no need to continue. We're all professional. Let's just move on. I don't need to hear a, uh editorial about how bad this is or why something has to happen or you know, who's the who's to blame for everything? We just want to move the file forward to close as quickly as possible. Right. Okay. You so- know, and, and in the end, and I really think, you know, regardless of, you know, how hot people get as far as tempers and everything, and, yep. you know, being frustrated, usually by the time you get to the closing table, a lot of that stuff is dispersed, and, you know, people sort of forget about it. I think it's probably just the nature of the beast with the type mm-hmm. of business that we do. You know, and you're, you know that to some degree you're going to kind of see each other again. So the hope is that you don't allow whatever it is that you're feeling, whatever passion you're feeling for that particular file, 
to, you know, rise so much that you're going to be disrespectful or nasty in any way because you're going to probably see each other again. Hey, Jennifer, so. can you shout out your phone number for people who are listening to your voice going, wow, I want to talk to this person? Sure. My number is 773-5593-6831. Okay. Once again, there was a little uh, interruption on that. Yes, yeah, so someone's calling in. 773-593-6831. Okay, excellent. Uh, market and how you think it's going to have, you know, where's the, where's the market headed in terms of both rates, volume, and uh, what type of market we're going to see after the election? Well, I guess I would say right now everything is good, and that's typically, I think, the case whenever we're in an election year. Right. The hope is that, you know, rates will remain low, but I suppose that might depend on what kind of situation we're in after the election to determine that. Um, I can say that I do see in Illinois that the, the housing market has increased, it's gotten better, um, right. some areas have stabilized, you know, so I'm sure pretty much everyone is hoping that for the entire nation. Yeah, I do too, and uh, the one thing about the Illinois market, especially in Chicago itself, do you find that uh, the violence that takes place there um, depresses market conditions locally, or is that statewide? Um, no, actually what the media doesn't really say is that these areas that are affected by a lot of that crime is specifically the south side. And right. that obviously is the area that got hit the worst, you know, regarding the housing market. So a lot of those areas are not appreciating as fast as, say, the north side or right. you know, even some of the south suburbs. And you don't have a lot of people necessarily purchasing in those areas. You have a lot of people whose families have been there for years and years. And so if they, you know, felt that they were fortunate enough to have a home, then families get together, they live in the same property, they sort of pass it down. But you also have a lot of area, a lot of properties in the area that are dilapidated and need a lot of work. Right. So, um, you know, but as far as, like I said, the north side, downtown, and the, the, the strange thing about it is though you have these areas that are concentrated probably right at about uh, 43rd Street to about 175th Street, mm -hmm. after that when you start getting into some of the south suburbs, Markham, Tenley Park, you know, uh, Country Club Hills, you have higher market values there. And that, like I said, that's considered a south suburb area. So this is, this particular problem is, is focused right on, you know, the south side, south shore area. Okay, thank you very much. Hey, Jennifer, we're up against the clock. I got to go. I really appreciate you once again coming up on the show and telling everybody, you know, some, some great information. Thanks very much. Thanks, Jeff. Take oh, care. Talk okay. to you. Uh, thank you very much. That was uh, Jennifer Conrad, Malibu Funding, and she also works as a loan officer in the state of Illinois. And uh, I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now. Listening to KCAA Loma Linda at 106.5 FM K293CF Moreno Valley. Now back to the Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. 888 713 2929 is our telephone number. Pick up the phone, give us a call. Refinance, mortgages, 
purchase mortgages, anything having to do with lending money to you to go buy a house or to refinance your house, that's what we have to do and that's what we want to do. So we want to make sure that you get the best and uh, most up-to-date information both on rates and programs. Uh, we're with 35 different lenders uh, on the mortgage side for FHA. And, of course, we lend our own money so we can say yes where others can't. Now, I just stole that from somebody else. But uh, the reality here is uh, we are plugged into the marketplace, five different investors, two different warehouse lines, $10 million a month I need to get out the door. So give us a call or email us, info at malibufunding.net. We're on Facebook, of course. Uh, go to Facebook. Type in home loans, colon, Malibu funding, we pop right up. Um, last week we had talked quite a bit about how do we reach people who are not my age, i.e., I'm 61 years old. How do I reach somebody who's 26 and wants a mortgage or maybe doesn't even know about how to get a mortgage? Or As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. What is credit? I've dealt with a lot of young people lately, and they are just clueless, both on a responsible end of uh, putting themselves into debt, other than, you know, uh, going to college and having mommy and daddy sign for the loan. But if you want to own a house, you're probably going to have to go in debt. You're probably going to have to um, get your credit up. So how do you reach these people? I've brought with us today an expert in the field. Um, it is uh, Anthony Garibay from New Century Edge. Anthony, how are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? I'm just great, and thank you, and I'm sorry about that long-winded introduction. Um, hope you didn't <laughs> fall asleep while you were listening. Uh, it's good. It's great. Good information. Okay, very good. So, um First of all, uh, when you are dealing in your industry, speak a little bit about what it is you do for a company like me or a person who would be interested in your services, and then we can get into further about uh, millennials and uh, Gen Xers and other people that we're trying to reach. Sure, yes. I run a, own and operate a marketing company. Um, we're, we're mostly into uh, communications, if you will. Um, we do set up an image for the uh, mostly realtors is probably 95% of my clients. We'll set up their image, uh, whatever, you know, we'll send them a question or whatever image they're trying to portray. That's more what we go off of. We do their cards, their yard signs. We design all their stuff. More importantly, though, what we do um, is, is the social media aspect of things. You know, we use all this other stuff as content. Um, and then we use the social media to communicate and reach out to the people in the communities and then we even go as far as, you know, direct contact with these people, with the system. That way we can, you know, pull people in, 
Uh, we want to, you know, obviously gain and nurture relationships as we go along. And then, you know, the, the goal is, though, obviously, is to create leads and then convert them to sales. So we do this a lot through social media using video, uh, which is massive right now uh, for marketing. You know, people can kind of see your posture and the type of person you are, yep. you know, if they take you serious. So video is very, very big right now. Now, and when that's what, that's what we do. OK, so so uh, how has the market changed from, like, say, even two, three years ago? to today in terms of reaching people who you want to reach through social media? Um, I, I believe that people have become much more comfortable with social media. As a matter of fact, I, I feel that people are, they, they speak more on social media. You know, you got a lot of chat rooms and comments and people are going back and forth with their comments. So I think people have become more used to being more verbal uh, with their opinions. And, and, um, and when you read through these things, you know, pick a subject, pick a, you know a group, of and when you read through them, you can kind of learn you know people's minds and what you know what pe- most people, the majority of people, are talking about out there. Hey, do you think that there's a lot of sandbagging going on out there, either for the positive or the negative? Meaning that somebody could just hire a bunch of people to put up comments on their website, negative, or somebody else, somebody else is positive or negative. Do you think that goes on a lot? I think it does, but I think overall, um, people who are really into, um, you know, looking at these conversations and stuff, I think overall they get the real, I mean, you know, they can, sandbaggers can only go so far. Right. I agree with you, but I, I just, the reason I'm asking is because in the political world where you're seeing online comments to and fro about either your local candidates or your national candidates, it is going 50-50, positive to negative, meaning that it's, it's a, like a war out there. So I'm always wondering how much of this is stirred up by the people themselves to the other candidates or to even you know you locally, uh, positively or negatively. I run a small business. I'm in a local community. Let's say my competitors don't like me so that they get a bunch of their friends online. And you're saying it really doesn't happen all that often. But you know, in the political world, do you think it does? Sure, and I think a way to you know combat that, if you will, if you're a brand or someone out there right. doing business, is by video. You know, I mean, testimonial videos are powerful. Um, you know, because people could say this and say that, but once you get people who have used your services and you get testimonial videos, and you know, you find ways to really channel that out there through social media and you know, and, and email campaigns or what have you, then people really see you and they see the people that you've served and their their opinions of you. Hey, what's your website in case somebody out there is saying, hey, this sounds pretty good. How do I get in touch with this guy? Uh, my, my website is newcenturyedge.com, just spelt out regular, newcenturyedge. Newcenturyedge.com for, like, examples of the videos, example of the type of branding you might be doing for somebody? Yes. Okay, now when you're choosing an image for somebody, I hate that because it sounds manipulated. Do you look for authenticity or do you look for somebody who's trying to brand a specific image? Uh, a specific image. Um, I, 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 like I said, I make put together a questionnaire, and I mostly try to find out what kind of image they're trying to portray. You know, if they're maybe they ride bikes, like they're ten speeds, or maybe right. they, um, you know, I have a woman we named her Realtor with a Cause. Uh, mm. She's into cancer, you know, research and, sure. and helping people in the cancer areas and stuff like that. So, you know, I, but if it's just somebody who wants to be kind of corporate America looking, then we create an image like that. Now, have you run into anybody like uh, um, myself, let's choose me for an example, who would be a person who just wants to be themselves? Now, whatever that means, I don't know. But let's say they just are trying to say, hey, here I am. I want you to come 
you know, and use my services, or I'd like you to get to know me. How do you make the bridge between the person who is and the customers out there, and then how do you get them together? Again, coming back to video, I think video is so powerful. You know, if you look, if you Google video marketing or, you know, you just start to see it's so powerful. And I believe, again, it's because people can really see who you are. They really can catch your your posture, your mental posture, how you, you know, deliver, you know, and, 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 and just your overall character, um, your authenticity, your mm-hmm. seriousness, sincerity. I think it really spills out over video. Okay, so the videos that you put out are, what, a minute long, two minutes long, 30 seconds, something that anybody could, like, view without getting bored or thinking they have to make a commitment? Sure. The the testimonial videos will be a few minutes where, you know, your introduction video will be about a minute, minute and a half, because, you know, most people, they do, yes, lose interest. Yes, they um, do. Unless it's some cat going up the uh, curtain or, you know, some dog who's biting his tail, you know, they're going to lose interest. Yeah, I think if you get, you know, a good writer or a good skit or something, you know, something with comedy, I think a lot of people like comedy or maybe like a touching story or something, I think that catches attention. Okay, uh, groups, Gen X, Millennials, uh, Baby Gen, you know, what are these groups and how do they differ in terms of communication? Are we all lumping everybody together? Are they all going to like the same or is it different for each group? I think that it's different for each group, though there is a lot of similarities. For instance, you know, people like to be complimented a lot. So I think complimenting people in general, listening to people, you know, giving them a chance to speak their mind. That's why I believe asking questions in any group is very important. You know, I I think you can really gap anything when you ask a lot of questions, you you know, and that just goes for any any generation. They like Mm -hmm. to be heard. They like to speak their opinions and, you know, their views. And I think when you ask a lot of questions and you're sincere about listening to them so that you can find more out about them, I, I think they really feel that. Okay, so therefore, the strategy would be the same regardless of generation as long as you're engaging the people through questions. Absolutely. And you do this in a soft sell kind of way? You just engage them in a general way? Is that is that what it is, mostly about you know um, in common interest, whether it be in the group that you're communicating with or is it in in a larger sense a a general type questions i mean how do you do that yeah i start out with general questions you Mm -hmm. know what are you into you know what how many kids do you have right and then you just kind of you just kind of ask personal questions and then you'll you'll hit a spot you'll hear them kind of get a little emotional you hear their voice change a little or what have you Mm -hmm. body language and, and and you'll see what they're interested in and i think that's what's so great about asking questions is you can kind of end up finding out what moves them, and then you can kind of go off of that. Hey, Anthony, thank you very much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I want to have you back. I want to have you in the office. We'll talk a little bit about what you do some more so I get really familiar with it. Uh, Thanks very much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. I appreciate your time. My pleasure. And that was uh, Anthony Garibay from NewCenturyEdge.com, and I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I am Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. 888-713-2929 is the telephone number. And you can see us on Facebook. You can see us on the interweb. 
Yeah, you like that? That's that's old guy talk for I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, it's www.malibufunding.net. And, of course, our Twitter account is jeff6493bartonblog.com is our uh, weekly blog that we put out there. All of this is designed to have you get to know us a little bit better by knowing me, knowing the company, knowing a little bit about what we try to do both professionally and personally. Uh, part of what we're talking about in today's show and last week's show is how do we reach people? How do we get them to trust us? And, and given the fact that there are generational people who have needs in the mortgage industry, whether it be buying or selling or uh, refinancing, how do you reach these people? How do you get them to know you? How do you get them to talk to you? How do you get them to trust you? Um, so in that vein, we've also uh, toured a little bit. We've been in Illinois today, and uh, we're now going to Las Vegas, Nevada. On the show once again is Gail Whiting from Capella Mortgage. Gail, how are you? I'm good, Jeff. How are you? I'm just fine, and thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. Okay, very good. Uh, Las Vegas. How's it out there in hot Las Vegas? I know that uh, here in Los Angeles, in uh, the Inland Empire and Orange and uh, Ventura counties today, it's warm. Um, how has the weather been there, and how is it affecting the real estate market, or is it affecting the real estate market? No, weather never affects us. No. No, it's always <laughs> hot, right? I mean, you know, if people want a house, that's what they got to deal with. Right, right. So what so, what's happening with the market out there? How is the real estate market from your vantage point there at Capella? Um, well, I our sales are down. Okay. Um, overall, uh, but we're better than last year. Um, now, foreclosures. When, when you say when you say sales are down, what you mean is uh, the first half of the year was better, or, or last month was better? Um, wh- what do you mean? Last month was better. Okay. Um, according. Um, Looked at some statistics on GLVAR. We have very, very low inventory. Yes, I know that. And so that, I and think that, they said about three months. Is, okay, well, that's not too bad. I mean, uh, so the inventory being low, and that and that includes the uh, what they call that famous shadow inventory, the properties that are still underwater in Vegas? Uh, no, we have quite a few, um, uh, not the shadow inventory, ones that are actually listed. There's a lot of buyer competition right? Um, in the median range. Um, go ahead. Uh, okay. I'm getting a little interference on your end. Are you still there? Yep, I'm okay. still here. Okay, terrific. So when you're saying the intermediate range, what price range are you talking and what area of town? Uh, everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. Um, northwest, southwest, um uh, Up in Henderson, East. and yeah, over where yeah. you live. Where, where do you? Where, what area of town are you living in again? Oh, I live in the center of town. Oh, how nice for you! You're right in the you action. Know, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm just a uh, want to jump on a freeway and go east, west. Have my choice. <clears throat> so that's just me. Now, um, now, Capella, they do a lot of hard money loans, correct? Or what, what would be considered non-QM loans, i.e. that uh, they do outside of the conventional market uh, where you're placing an investor with a potential borrower, right? Correct. Um, we do hard money loans and uh, hard money, um, we do a lot of flippers. Right. Um we do a lot of people just because they want an edge up on the market. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of buyers uh, who are FHA conventionally approved, but sure. people can't or don't want 
to go through that documentation process sometimes. Right. And they want to have a leg up in front of a seller is that they can close the loan in two weeks um, instead of the 45, 60 days. Hey, Gail, um, let me ask you a question. When you're a seller and you're looking at offers, are you really concerned whether it comes from an investor or whether it comes from an owner-occupied? No, right? You don't care. You just want the money as quickly as possible, right? You just want the money as quickly as possible. Right. Um, and because hard money, uh, even though the interest rate is the part, right. um, the hard. qualification process is much easier and so much more faster. Right. And... With the conventional and FHA delayed mortgage financing rules, um, you can refinance the house in FHA or conventional, uh, right. where it used to be a year. Uh, it's now uh, six months. Um, oh, so it, you you can go from uh, hard money to a FHA loan in six months seasoning of the first. Is that right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Under six months, um, just for uh, refi um, rate and term. And if you want cash out because maybe you've improved the property somehow and you didn't want to do that FHA 203K loan, that, right. you know. Yeah, absolutely. Are you finding um, a lot of building going on in uh, Vegas at all right now? I, I heard that. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply wasn't but maybe maybe you could correct me is that is that true that there isn't a lot of uh, uh single family homes being built in las vegas um yeah i would say so um and you have to um the house isn't built yet you have to right. show them an approval letter get pre-approved and then they build the house oh i so it's more That's of a spec why. oh i see very well so you basically have to commit and those commitments are pretty brutal right i mean you don't get deposits back you don't you know, if you're committing, you're done, you're in that house, and they're going to build it for you, and then you're pretty much got to go, or you lose your deposit. Correct, and they're just more expensive than a resale. Right, of course. You know, so um, new builds have always been more expensive, in my opinion, than a resale. Now, the, the homes out there, a lot of them were built after 2000, right? I mean, most of them are pretty fairly new anyway. Or does the sun and the weather beat on them so much they look weathered and haggard? I mean, what what is considered a new house in Las Vegas? Brand new or, or five years old? Um, I don't think we make that dis- distinction. Uh, we make a distinction by new built or newly built. Oh, I see. Okay, very yeah. good. Yeah. So, you, right. Um, 
Yeah, and even in, I'm in the classic neighborhoods, which are extremely popular. Now, what do, you, what do you mean by classics? Is it a certain design or a certain age of the house or both? Um, yeah, the neighborhoods with no HOA. Oh, I see. Great. Um, yeah. it, they call classic, you know, like I said, near the strip area where my freeway's uh, two or three minutes down the road. <laughs> yes, exactly right. <laughs> but in the classic neighborhoods where um, the neighborhood I'm moving into, um, nobody's moved in or out of there in 20 years. So oh. uh, they upkeep their front yard. It's that um, what some people call it the hipster look. Oh, um, that's you, Gail. You, you and me are both hipsters. <laughs> Jeez. Yep. You know what? I was around when hipster first came out in the 50s, okay? So that, yep. that was the original. It, we have hipster retro right now. So uh, what else, Gail, is going on in Vegas in terms of um, uh, mortgages? Uh, rates are still pretty good, right? Obviously, you guys are down a little bit. But do you see conventional loans um, and more lenders coming into the market, or are there fewer well, lenders? I see them loosening up. I see. I see, the standards. I see them loosening mm-hmm. up um, because the statistics are that uh, I just read the other day, 46% of, um, there's 46% non, non-homeowners out there. And Vegas is full uh, during the crash. A lot of investors came, um, picked up 10, 20, 30 homes. Right. Um, so our renting is down. Um, I see. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of renters. Um, well, right, people but, don't know. Right. Um, job market's improving. Our prices are going up. Um, it's just because there's so much buyer competition right. out here. Um, and that shadow inventory that we're dealing with from the, from the bank. Right, that so, they're not releasing. So what happens, it, it artificially props up the market, which is a good mm-hmm. thing, I guess, because if you're looking to get a, a particular price for your house and you own a foreclosed property, you want to wait until that price gets there. It's easier just to hold on to the property and take a little bit of a hit and try to make up the difference when you sell the house. That's the way I yes. see it. Yes. And our um, heavy, heavy competition in the 250 range. Right, of course. Which is that's the median. A, right, that's but a sweet spot everywhere, 250. We We have... Super custom homes, and compared to California, um, our four hundred thousand dollar custom homes, um, or even the four fifty custom homes, are where you're from, Jeff. Million and a half. So. <laughs> wow. Hey, Gail. Thanks very much for coming on the you're show. Welcome. We got to run. Uh, I do uh, always appreciate the updates from Las Vegas. We have a lot of uh, demand, as you well know, from Riverside, San Bernardino counties. Uh, to the Vegas. It's just a short hop, skip, and a jump. So thanks for, once again for coming on the show. You're welcome. Thanks, Jeff. Okay, and that's Gail Whiting from Capella Mortgage, and I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For questions or comments, send emails to info at net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Telephone number over here is 888-713-2929. If you pick up the phone right now, we can get you on air and I can answer some of your questions. I know that right now we are uh, in late fall. Uh, uh, 
about ready of late summer rather going into fall the season um you know where everybody gets a little squirrely because it's right before the holidays and then a lot of people get involved with a, a number of different things so mortgages are kind of the last thing on their mind so if you have a question about your mortgage about whether you qualify for a specific type of program or maybe you're looking uh, to get information about a VA loan or a reverse mortgage. There are a number of loan programs, and the quality of loans out there are actually easier to get today than they were eight, ten months ago. Uh, reason for that is obvious. Uh, the loans that have been sold over the past five years have done pretty well, and that we're looking at rising interest rates. So in order to offset the rising interest rates and the fact that loans have been pretty good and the market has actually responded very well, Freddie and Fannie have uh, been making a lot of money uh, based on these loans. Loans, uh, the guidelines have loosened a little bit. Credit guidelines have loosened a little bit. A couple of the programs are a little bit easier to get now. So give us a call, or maybe you want to email us, which is fine, info at uh, malibufunding.net. You can also reach us on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, we have a blog, and we're on YouTube. Uh, and we were talking earlier on, in the show today with Anthony uh, Garibay about some of the things that he does for marketing people in different segments of the market and how they do it through social media. Um, a lot of things going on in in order to have people like myself reach you out there who are listening to the show. Now, quite typically, most of the people who listen to the show are older. Uh, they're an AM radio crowd, and they are driving around in their cars on a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon. And they're just uh, tuning in uh, to listen to whatever is, you know, for five or ten minutes before they go from one store to the next or they're driving to their neighbor's or their friend's house. Um, so this is a way to reach people. But nowadays, social media is kind of the best way to reach people. And when we mean social media, and I hate that term, I think a lot of people do, what are we really talking about? We're talking about engaging people in conversations about what interests them uh, in such a way that they don't have to commit either who they are, what they are, or anything about themselves. What they want to do, most people, is be voyeuristic, look in, peek in, see what's going on, and then respond or get involved if they want to. So our channels and the way we have to do that has changed over the past few years. And so one of the things that we're trying to do is figure out the best way to have our message to you. And what's our message uh, look, we're here as a resource for you to be able to find out information about loans, about refinances, about purchase loans, uh, about what to do, what's the process like, how do we get started, what are the best things to go, who are the, some of the good companies in the area. Um, Anthony's from out in the, um, uh, where is he, Rancho Santa Margarita? Um, Rancho Santa Margarita area is a terrific area um, in the Inland Empire, uh, up the 15. Uh, from the 10 from where we are in the west side or out in Ventura County and the people who live in this corridor um, and the people out in San Bernardino and Riverside who are itching to get into the housing market are doing so in a way that hasn't been done in the past i.e. Um, they're either staying at home they're waiting for enough down payment they're bringing four or five of their relatives in on the purchase um, or they're basically renting uh, when they should be buying. Interest rates are low enough right now that if you're uh, renting a $600 apartment, you could probably afford a $100,000, $150,000 house or condo. And that those are the realities of the marketplace. But how do we reach the people and how do we get the message out there? So um, interesting interesting way that we uh, are, are changing and evolving. Uh, I think the main issue here for us is to just be who we are, try to tell you that uh, – 
you know, we may not be the best company for you, but we certainly can get you the information you need to make the best choices. Um, uh, one of the things that we talk about all the time is the liaison. How do we talk to real estate agents, uh, escrow agents, title agents, loan agents? How do we work the the deal together in order to make sure that both sides are walk away unhappy. And that's really the best way to, to describe a great deal. Uh, you can speak to that a little bit, Daryl. Absolutely. You know, the, the one thing you were mentioning uh, along that 15 corridor out there, uh, Temecula. Another great right? area, yep. First of all, a lot of the standard residential homes out there right now are five or six bedroom homes for that very reason, because a lot of people are pooling together their resources, multiple families to buy a, a single family home. And I think that's the way a lot of people have been doing it, because uh, prices, even in these, these areas, uh, we talked a little bit earlier in a different segment with Gail Whiting from uh, Las Vegas, and she was saying, you know, the sweet spot in Vegas is $250,000. Well, I think in Hesperia, in Temecula, in these areas up to 15, 250 to 400,000. I mean, that's what the houses are. Yeah, Lancaster, Palmdale as well. Absolutely right. And we do a lot of business out in Lancaster and Palmdale. We have a great realtor that works for us, uh, and Dave's been on the show um, several times. Uh, and he works that area, loves that area out in the Alphabet streets. And, uh, you know, it just. If you're looking in the Los Angeles West Side area or you're looking at some of the areas of San, Bernard San Bernardino and Riverside counties, Orange, Ventura counties, you're priced out of the market. You've got to push yourself up the 15 in order to afford a five or six bedroom house. We recently, uh, a couple of two or three weeks ago, went out to, to Apple Valley, and we right. drove out that Pear Blossom Highway. We hadn't been out there in a couple of years, and the building uh, going on out there is spectacular. Yeah, the 14 is the back way to get to Vegas, and I, I ride it all the time. I Probably about two, three times a month I'm going out on that particular road. But that 138, yep. uh, after the, the split, uh, the 18-138 split out there, if you stay with the, the, the 18, I mean, there's a lot of building going on out there. Yeah, you know what? They've improved the road out there, and so the commute isn't as bad. It used to be a one-lane kind of rickety old road, but, you know, exactly. It was a roller coaster, but they've really improved it. Most of the road now on the 18 is a two-lane highway. Certainly the 138 is, and it makes the commute that much easier and that much faster. I mean, the difference between going 45 miles an hour on that road and 55 miles an hour is, is unbelievable. Yeah, it's just thousands and thousands of new houses. Yeah, it's really it, it's a growing area and a, a place where you would probably need to take a look at if you're looking for those type of properties with five, six bedroom houses because that that's just the way it is. So I ran across this article. Uh, no one wins on a one-sided deal. Now, what, what what negotiations are? Whether you're good at negotiating, whether you're bad at negotiation, hiring a realtor to negotiate a property sale for you, whether it's on the purchase side or on the sales side. Uh, once you get into a deal is when the deal starts. Uh, most people say, uh, no, it's it's getting the buyer and agreeing on a price. Well, actually, it's once that's done, once you get into a deal, how do you close the deal? What are the, the elements that need to happen to close that deal? You obviously need a loan. You need clear title. You need the inspections. You need everybody to agree that they're trying to work towards the same uh, one solution, which is a property that is sold to the buyer who wants it and a seller who wants to sell. So choosing and, and finding uh, the right way to talk in the deal itself. Uh, this particular article talks about why agents shouldn't be 100% truthful 100% of the time. Now, I, I disagree with this 
particular uh, synopsis, but I do agree with the sentiment that you can't drag people up and down like a yo-yo every time you get a hysterical call from the other side or, or somebody gives you a bad report. The reason being is because as professionals, we know that closing the deal is the most important thing out there. So when you're in a deal right now and something unexpected happens and you get emotional or the other side gets emotional, you have to rely upon the professionals to make sure that there's a bridge gapped and that there is certainly enough room on both sides to give a little bit to be able to make sure that the deal happens. Why? Because a buyer wants to buy and a seller wants to sell. Uh, there are umpteenth million stories of the seller who didn't get what they wanted and uh, you know, six, eight months later took quite a bit less. The reason being is because they weren't willing to give at the time when the market was declining. So you want to make sure that when you're in a deal, you can negotiate continually and rely upon the professional that your realtor is. And certainly in the loan side, things happen all the time where you might not get a document you need. You might have a delay in the funder. You may have, we had a, a case the other day where the person who was doing the funding got sick and the person who was their backup wasn't there that day. So we had to delay the funding a day. So we had to call all the realtors and say, hey, look, here's what happened. There's no big deal. This will fund the next day. We just got to wait another day. And of course, the mortgage was due and, you know, all the all the bills were paid. The moving trucks were already packed up, but we just had to sit on it for one more day. The, the problem got solved, the, the deal funded, and everybody was okay. But these are the type of things that you do run into and just to make sure that the professionalism of your agent is the tantamount thing in this deal to get everything closed and calmed down. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll see you next time. You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net. This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.